The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome to Hope Reigns. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning in the Central Time Zone. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with uh, one of my dearest friends for many, many years, Mr. Mike Fiello. Mike, good morning. It is good to be with you in this crispy December morning. I'm loving it. And, uh, you know, all across the country, we're th- we thank you for tuning in each week and uh, giving us encouragement by your emails and your text messages. And, uh, Hey, looking forward to a great show today. How are you doing this morning? Man, I am doing great. It is so fun to be a part of Hope Reigns, a weekly broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, hanging out with you. That Barrett has really come in, brother. We were talking about it last week. <laughs> you look, I mean, you look solid, man. You look well, good. I got to tell you, you, you think growing a beard, you don't want to shave much. You got to do a lot of work to keep oh, this thing yeah, going. But man. just when I'm ready to cut it, I said, no, that's that. I, I no, like it. I'm it liking it good. this time around. It's so. nice and tight and clean yeah. and getting ready for the big holiday coming up. Oh, yeah. I, and I fool a lot of people. They say, you look so distinguished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'm enjoying it this time around. Well, as long as Doris likes it, that's the number one. That's right. She, uh, she likes I, I ask her daily, are you okay with this? And she says, well, if, if you like it, uh, I'm oh. okay. You know, she's such a sweetheart. She is. But, uh, yeah. Well, so much is going on uh, as we get ready. What, Christmas is, what, 12, 13 days away? Sure. Um, have you Exciting. been shopping online with COVID, or are you doing something unique? Or You know, mostly online, okay. and then there's the gift card things. And, oh, yeah. Because I've got you know seven grandkids, and I'm just as excited as when I was a kid, because I, I love when they come over. And, and But here's what we do. We, we're getting these gift cards, and I'm putting in these big boxes with some kind oh, of weights in them, so they don't know what they're getting. So those little kids. <laughs> think they're getting like a bike or something and there's a little gift got my come on now. well the biggest thing in our house is the stocking stuffer stuff because i'll take it even even if it's gum i wrap them separate and then it takes oh them an hour to come, go gosh. go through all these little trinkets and How toys and fun. candies they like that more than the gifts oh, most often my gosh. but it's fun yeah well, we are so thankful that you, the listeners across the country, are listening this morning on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're a natural disaster organization that brings hope to families uh, with free rebuilding of their homes, of, of helping them a day or two after a disaster. We also do safe house construction uh, for those who serve um, survivors of sex trafficking. That's right. Uh, the fastest growing crime in the world. More information about the ministry, go to 8 Days of Hope. Dot com. It's been a busy 2020 for us. Mike, we had our first ever live conference call this past week. It was exciting. Uh, callers from California, New York, Texas, Iowa, Minnesota, everywhere in between. It was well attended. Uh, it was amazing. It was so much fun yeah. to share some of the God stories from this past year. As you know, we helped out with Hurricane Laura, Hurricane mm-hmm. Delta, That's Hurricane right. Zeta. Uh, we helped out with that crazy windstorm in Cedar Rapids, it Iowa. Was. Oh my crazy, gosh, crazy. tornadoes yeah. in North Carolina, flooding all across the country. But that was an amazing call. So much fun. Well, did you say about 1,200 people? Well, yes, or it, it actually, I think a little bit more when we saw the final okay. numbers. And they stayed on. But Steve, the way it operated, uh, you and John and Chandler did such a great, 
great job. Oh, thank you. And just thank making that thing smooth. And, he, you know, it was powerful, packed in, in a 32 minutes, okay? You gave us so much information that uh, we could digest on it. We can your, get involved. And, your, your head was spinning, wasn't it? Oh, I was going like, well, I'm trying to write this down. I, said, I thought I knew most of this stuff. <laughs> but it's oh, good stuff. Man. Yeah, so that was this past week. And also this past week, Mike, uh, Eight Days of Hope, um, we just celebrated our 15th year anniversary. Yes. Actually, it comes up officially next week. Okay. So our next week's show, that will be the big day. Uh, that will be on the 19th. But um, we also sent out our first ever annual report. Okay. It's 12 pages of pictures, testimonies from families mm. we serve, just giving God the glory. Uh, you, you get to see what God did in 2020 with Eight okay. Days Hope. And we'd like to send you a copy. If you're listening today, we'd love to mail you a copy. It's our first one ever, mm. and uh, it came out great. Chandler Gurley, uh, as you know, uh, yes. one of our small, you know, what we have four staff members. And <laughs> she, she counts for like three and a half of them because she's wow. a machine, but she did. Did a great job. I helped out a little bit here and there, and we had some other um, outside help. But we'd like to mail you one. If you'd like to see our um, annual report and learn more about Eight Days of Hope, just uh, email us at info, I-N-F-O, at eightdaysofhope.com. Uh, or you can uh, send us a message on Facebook. Uh, just mm. go to our Facebook page, message us, give us your mailing address, and we'll send you one. Wow. Uh, if you sit on a missions board, we'd love to share it with you. Uh, if you own a business and, and are thinking about finding ministries that you can pour into, uh, man, we'd love to send you two or three if you want them. So let us know how many you want. We'll send them your way. And um, it came out yeah. great. You haven't seen yours yet, have no, you? No, I've been going to the mailbox every day. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Where is it? Where is I, it? I bet you have. Man. But, uh, I bet hey, you have. let me back up on something. You Shoot. just said four staff members. And all the work that's being done, I mean... <laughs> What, are they with 90 hours a week? But, oh, no, no I know they're very efficient. So, But folks, listen to that. Four staff members to the size of the ministry that God has made it to be is totally, totally incredible. You really need to pray for the staff. You know, um, we always say pray, yeah. volunteer, and donate just to keep things going and keep people being served and loved throughout our country. You know, we're based in Tupelo, Mississippi. That's where our national headquarters is, our Northeast Satellites in Buffalo, New York. And we just opened up our Midwest Satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And so, again, when there's a natural disaster, we go very quickly. Sign up for our email alerts at 8daysofhope.com. One last thing, our year-end video came out this week. This was yes. a busy week. Oh, yeah. We had the phone call, the end report, <laughs> and our year-end video, and that's on our website. And so I think it's eight minutes long, but it's interesting, Mike. We shot that year-end video where we started where you 15 started from, years ago. Yeah. And that shirt looked good on you, that Did blue you? shirt. Oh. With the, I saw it, but no, it was just exciting to, to, for you to stop and say, well, right behind me is the church yes. that this all started in. 15 you know, years ago. Incredible. Her, Hurricane Katrina. Who would think? 864 people went to Bay St. Louis and Waveland back in December of 05, December mm-hmm. 19th. Yeah. Uh, again, we'll celebrate that next week. And, and we helped 84 families rebuild their homes. And that launched a national ministry called Eight, Eight Days, Days of, of Hope. Hope. And here we are 7,000 homes later, $55 million of work, 40,000 volunteers feeding people during COVID, safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking. God continues to move. It is so exciting, especially the emphasis on the safe house. I mean, you didn't stop just... uh, 
being first responders. We didn't stop in rebuilding. Um, even the distribution ministry is yeah. flourished. And now now to, to get involved with the safe houses, this is just such a God thing, you know? You know, if you're a skilled, if you're skilled, you're, you're a handyman, handywoman, you know how to paint, do electrical work, flooring, we need you. Uh, we, I mean, it's that simple. We are going to be build dozens and dozens of safe houses across America for ministries that are going to provide the emotional spiritual and physical support for those rescued from sex trafficking. Sure. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. We've already completed five facilities for four organizations. We started in Houston with Elijah Rising, and then we went over to Austin with The Refuge. Uh, this summer, we were at uh, up here in Buffalo, New York, working uh, with a local organization. And then we moved on to uh, Indianapolis, our biggest sure. project ever, 17,000 17, square yeah. feet yeah. called Not Today. Mm. And uh, that's going to be a longtime partner of ours. So um, if you'd like to to sign up for those trips specifically. We've got one that we can tell you about right now before okay. we go to our guest today. All right. February 13th through the 27th, we're going to be in the city where our national headquarters is at, Tupelo, Tupelo Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. So we're looking for people that know how to do drywall, finished drywall, paint, insulation, Flooring. We've got a lot of ceramic flooring. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful flooring. Beautiful, modern, up-to-date, plank-looking, wood-looking. But we need volunteers. It's free. We're going to provide a place for you to sleep. In fact, if you come down... You're going to get a chance to see our national headquarters. That is awesome. Yes. Awesome facility. Yeah. So if you're interested and you can give us three, four, five, seven days, 14 days, email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com and said, you know what? I'm a drywaller and I want to bring my team down for three days mm-hmm. and build a facility. There's going to be 20 places, bedrooms, okay. uh, for for ladies rescued from sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. And and they're waiting for that space, and we are going to do it for free, Mike. And think about this as you're getting ready to volunteer. What's the youngest age, 12 years old? Oh, that's that's the average age for children. Average, Mike. It's a heavy thing to even get into. We're not going to get into a lot right now. But think about when you're volunteering to help 12 years old and sometimes younger ladies, girls, you know, your daughters, your granddaughters, being, uh, you know, yeah. And sometimes sons and boys. That's right. You know, even though 90% of those trafficked, and, and again, this is not a fun subject to talk about on a, on a beautiful Saturday. Sure. Uh, however, this is where the church needs to lead, Mike. We talk about I this week it. after week. So again, mm-hmm. if you're skilled and you want to come to Tupelo, Mississippi, we have limited spots. We only take about 50 people. Mm. And already, I think 20 or 30 of our leaders said we want to be there. So That's again, right. emails at safehouse at 8 daysofhope.com. Hey, Mike, when we come back, our guests today, our leaders of 8 Days of Hope, they've been with us 15 years. They 15 were there years. day one at that first trip in Bay St. Louis, Waveland, Mississippi. Butch and Jolene Price live in Ohio. They're members of New Point Community Church, one of our national partners, and they have traveled the country. Butch is, Butch is amazing. Mm-hmm. Jolene, yeah. oh my gosh, I love her. Special well, people. Well, yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. They really are. I mean, every time you see him when I mean, you're on one of the trips, you just feel like I'm home, even though you're away from home. Yeah. Because they're just such warm, loving people, and they get the job done, don't they? They really do, and they're they're gifted differently. But you're going to hear about a couple. Um, they're not in their 40s or 50s. I'm not going to tell you their ages, but they're north of that, um, or even 60s. They're north of that, but they continue to be used by Jesus. Sure. Uh, they're the hands and feet. 
That's right. They are. Butch's background is uh, in the electrical uh, side of things, and Jelaine uh, is an office administrator. Yeah. And, and, and again, we'll hear more, but we're going to hear some God side stories. We're going to ask them questions like, okay, tell us about some of those moments we sure. just stepped back and said, sure. how did that happen? Yeah. How did that yeah. happen? But we're so excited. Butch and Jelaine Price will be with us in just a minute. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good morning or good afternoon on the East Coast, some parts of the East Coast. And I, I know we're in different time zones, and that's tough to, to kind of navigate. But we are so glad you're with us here at Hope Reigns. It is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, where every Saturday we try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. Again, to learn more about the ministry, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Watch our year-end video. Request an annual report. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. When we come back, we're going to talk to Butch and Jolene Price. Thank you again. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P R O V I A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike Fiello, my co-host, our co-host. You're not my co-host, right? We do this together, my yeah. My friend, yeah. You crack me up, dude. You're always <laughs> messing me right when we go, right before we go on the air. You just, you, you kind of, you kind of edging me out a little bit today. Well, I got a plan. I got a plan. To, I, I think. <laughs> hey, by the way, you haven't opened up my email. So when I send you emails, I can tell if they've been opened up or not, and, and you haven't opened that up yet. What? 
my Christmas bonus? No, no. <laughs> Brother, you don't get paid, man. I know, you're right. You're, you're going right. to get a jewel sometime. My Christmas list. You haven't opened that one up yet. Well, I, I, I think I saw a little CH. Or, anyway, I just knew what was coming, so I no, thought, I'll, I'll wait a little bit. No, I think you deleted that bad boy. You did. But, but thanks for sending it. Uh, well, welcome to Hope Reigns. Uh, we are so glad you're here. Today, we are going to talk to two of the leaders with Eight Days of Hope. We like to share God-sized stories. I know one of the questions I'm always excited to ask our guests are, hey, share some moments out in the mission field with Eight Days of Hope where God moved, mm-hmm. where, where you were impacted, the ministry was impacted, where you stepped back and said, how did that just happen? And we're going to hear those today. Okay. So this is this show is meant to encourage you, um, encourage the body of Christ to get involved either with Eight Days Hope or another ministry in, in your area. Again, we are a national ministry, but um, come join us. Again, more information, go to the website. We're going to talk, um, let me bring them up, Butch and Jeline Price. Butch and Jeline, good morning. How are you? Good. Good morning. We're great. <laughs> oh, man. Great. Great to hear from both of you. Um, before we get into some specifics, let's do this. Um, Julene, why don't you tell us, the listeners, a little bit about you and Butch, where you live, maybe about your families, where you go to church, and then uh, we'll start asking Butch the hard questions. How's that? Well, we live outside of Bolivar, Ohio, uh, the edge of Amish country in Ohio. Um, we've lived in this area for 40-some years. We have one son. Two grandchildren, two two boys, we love very dearly. Um, we go to New Point Church. Yeah, one of our national that, partners. Yes, that was a very changing point in our lives. Yeah. Um, what do you want to say, dear? Well, we started New Point about '95, and then it was called Sugar Creek Free, and uh, we got teaching under a great pastor, Dwight, and. Uh, it's actually how we got involved with this ministry. The uh, way put a challenge out to the whole congregation, mm-hmm. and he uh, said, "If you, it's time to get action. It's time to get up off the pews." Mm-hmm. And he challenged us to stand up, and here we are. Yes, yeah. say yes, Lord. And I've heard you say that before, Jolene. It, it all starts with just saying yes. I mean, when God yeah. created us, he gifted us. Now we've, we've got to just get out of our comfort zone. So, Butch, how did you hear about Eight Days of Hope? When was your first trip, and what were your thoughts as you traveled down to the Gulf Coast? Uh, well, actually, we heard about it at the church through one of the volunteers that Jolene was at the office helping, and uh, she said, Top Candle's taken, we actually chatted was taking groups from our church down before Eight Days of Hope started. And I was working at the church building classrooms. Our church was growing so fast they needed more classroom space, so they asked me and a couple guys to build some uh, classrooms, additional classrooms, so I couldn't go on these trips. And then uh, Leanne told Julene, she said, hey, there's a guy by the name of Todd Candle, which we didn't know then, is taking a group down to a uh, mission trip called Eight Days of Hope. And Julian came home and said, uh, hey, there's a guy by the name of Todd Candles taking a group down to Mississippi called Eight Days of Hope. I said, well, what's Eight Days of Hope? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, then uh, you got you got the Steve's email somehow, didn't you? Yeah, we, I, somehow we connected with Todd Candle. I'll continue the story. We connected with him. Our church was 600 at that time, and so we had wow. no clue who he was. And um, 
he vouched for Steve. He said uh, he's a straight shooter. <laughs> he said Steve's a, a great guy. guy. I'm going. He he said I've done business with Steve for years, and I'm going to take my one of my crews. And he said I'm going down. So that was the only uh, confirmation we had uh, earthly that we should go. And the more time we prayed about it and thought about it, we just thought, okay. Butch being the electrician that he was, he needed to use those skills. He didn't really want to do muck-out skills because he had better skills for Mm -hmm. what was needed at the time. So all of our friends thought we were absolutely crazy, and and some of them probably still do because they don't (laughs) understand how we do what we do. But um, that's how we got there, and all the way down. You have to know us to know that we love the North, and when I say that, I don't mean as far as uh, people go. I mean we like the further north, the pine trees, the mountains, the snow, the clear air, the Great Lakes. That's what we love, and so here we are in a car driving 22 hours to... Picayune, Mississippi, and we're just looking at each other like, how did we get in this? How did we get, well, okay, all the way down, we kept saying, if this isn't what we think it should be, we can leave. Hmm. We don't have to stay. We kept telling ourselves that. We do not have to stay. So well, there you go. So let me ask the question from both of you, but one at a time, we'll start with Butch. You, so you're thinking all that on the way down there. You get down there. You open the car door, you open your eyes. What was the first thing that hit you? What did you experience? Uh, actually, we walked in and met Steve, and uh, he said he's glad to have us. He said he really needs us. Uh, and we got, we got there actually a couple days early because we had to leave early. Right. So uh, he actually teamed us up with Terry Pitkins. And from there on, it's... Downhill since then. Downhill. And Terry's a licensed electrician in Mississippi. I I remember asking him, Butch and Jeline, hey, would you come help us out? I didn't realize that without him being licensed in Mississippi, uh, we were were running some hurdles. So the fact that two of you met and now are dear, lifelong, 15-year friends, I love how God connects those dots. Right. The other thing that Butch didn't say was, in those days, uh, our computer was on the phone, you know, connected through the phone, and it was upstairs. And the only place we had it was up in our, our son's uh, empty bedroom. And one day I came down because we were emailing back and forth to Steve, asking if we could come early, you know, tell us the particulars, yada, yada, yada. And Peggy was probably answering some of those. Mm. And you put out a call, Steve, I am desperate were electricians. And I know Butch was on the fence. We talked about this the other day. He was on the fence until I came down and I said, Steve says I am desperate for electricians. Oh, and boy. Like, oh, okay, God, we got it. So, <laughs> we so, finally so, got it. So the begging worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did on oh, our... Goodness. <laughs> So fifteen, yeah. so fifteen years ago, you go to Bay St. Louis Waveland. You help uh, eighty-four families take a step forward in the building process. Let's just talk for a minute about Katrina. Now you live in Ohio. You probably had never seen the, that. Well, tell the listeners, Jolene, when you went down to Bay St. Louis Waveland, Mississippi, 
and you just drove around and saw the damage. What what went through your mind? Oh, it was. You know, we watched. Let me let me back up. We were coming home from a trip, a camping trip, and we went up into the Canadian Rockies, and we're coming home, and was actually in Yellowstone National Park when they were showing on television Katrina hitting. Hmm. And that's what we saw first. And then we got home, and it was nothing but that on television and bodies, and we just had no, you know, that's what we, that was our concept at that time. And then after being in the car 22 hours, getting down there, there were no birds. We were talking about this the other day, no street signs. No birds? Did you say no birds? No birds. There was no sound. Wow. There was absolutely no sound. There were, you know, you walk out in your backyard, you hear birds, you hear, you know, outdoor sounds. There was no sound except for helicopters looking for bodies. Do you remember that, wow. Steve? Yes, I do. <clears throat> and, I do. you know, it was just, it was just <clears throat> so uh, unbelievable. And you could see the water line on some of the homes and, uh, up and over, and the stories, oh my goodness, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. So, so once you got there, for, and you're there for a few days, what, what was what was your daily routine like? Well, we were staying about 30 miles away from the actual... Yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, was, there was no power, there was no cell phone coverage. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that, no power, yeah. And uh, Peggy was taking care of the housing, and it's funny, she, she actually put us, uh, Karen and... Uh, and Terry and I and Kelly in one room in the men's dorm. Do you remember that, Steve? I don't. I don't. I know that. I know that we don't do that anymore, listeners. So when you come with eight days old. But here's what happened. So here's more to that story. And, 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 and Jillian, I'll yield back to you in, in 10 seconds. Right. We, we People signed up by using a fax machine, Mike. They filled oh out a my. piece of paper and they faxed us. Yeah. So we had 407 <laughs> people signed up. 684 showed up. Oh, no. They just showed up. Well, wow. we had no place to sleep them. So we had to really be creative. Now, we don't do that anymore. We're always ready now sure. if another thousand people show up. But go ahead. Go ahead, Julie. Well, what I was going to say was we came uh, an extra day early, and you had Terry there, I think, at the same time for the same purpose, to get a jump start right. on those homes that were already gutted out. And so that's how the, what was open at that time was, do you remember, the retreat center, yeah. and those rooms had so many bunks in them, and they had a bathroom. So, you know, we all bunked in that room, and it, we survived, but it was, it, it just, as people kept coming, you ended up getting um, some kind of housing, another place further down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and you ended up with cooking. I think we were eating in two different places. Yeah. Two, yeah. You were running two events. It was, it, 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 it was crazy. It was crazy. So you guys have oh. served now for 15 years with the ministry. You've served as board members. Uh, uh, thank you so much for your leadership over the years. Butch, you normally are uh, on the construction side overseeing uh, electrical uh, work. You know, in Harvey, when 40, 40, 
4,692 people came to Houston to serve with Eight Days of Hope over two eight-day span, and we we helped 808 families rebuild their homes. Butch, when you were walking through Houston and you saw almost 5,000 people, the Body of Christ, uh, the largest, the largest by far relief effort by a volunteer organization ever, uh, Eight Days of Hope back in October, what, two years ago, Butch, what was going through your mind when you think about the the original eight days of hope in December of '05, and then Hurricane Harvey? What what was going through your mind every day? I thought, man, how far we have come. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, we've really been blessed with some outstanding volunteers, people um, willing to work and help, and uh, it's only God that all this comes together. Amen. We, I've really been blessed. You know, you think you go on a trip to bless people, and you come home so blessed, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, so, uh, that Harvey trip was, was uh, something else. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Harvey. Yeah. Harvey was, We yeah. were there six weeks. We yeah. actually went down ahead to do uh, assessing. assessing. And because of the distance and because of the enormous amount that we knew we were facing, we just stayed for six weeks. We had our yeah. camper, and we spent the we spent almost the whole winter there in preparation. And you had to do that. And uh, I'm not sure we're ever prepared for 4,000 people, but um, we had to do that that time. So the listeners uh, who are listening around the country, good morning, good afternoon on the East Coast. Welcome to uh, Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days Hope. My name is Steve Tiber. Hang out with Mike Fiala. We're talking to Butch and Jolene Price, and they have traveled the country with 8 Days of Hope as uh, a couple uh, serving families in need. They've been leaders for 15 years, board members. They, they still continue to serve. Yes. We're going to talk about the Safe House Ministry in a couple of minutes, Butch. But you, you, know, you, were, you were sharing a little bit about 8 Days of Hope 1 after Hurricane Katrina. So here we are, Butch and Jolene, 15 years later. Our 15-year yeah. anniversary is next week. Um, Hurricane Irene, Isaac, Rita, Florence, Michael, Harvey, Katrina, flooding from coast to coast, uh, uh, rapid response trips as far west as Hawaii when the volcano erupted, bringing supplies out there, shipping things to the Bahamas, which was really a one-off, feeding with COVID, uh, so much more. 7,000 families have seen Jesus because of people like you. If you each had to pick a story, a memory of either a family you served or when you saw it, God moved in an amazing way. And it might be with Harvey. It might be the 239 sets of kitchen cabinets that were bought, uh, paid for, and installed in 15 days. Figure that out, <laughs> listeners, right? But what? But both of you, let me start with you, Butch. Share a story of, of, of a moment where you were just were overwhelmed of how God was moving. You know, one story I can remember, it's actually from our first trip, and it was the last day, and we was emptying out the warehouse. We wanted to get rid of all the material because it was all donated. We wanted to go to places down there that needed the material because we were leaving. Mm. And uh, I think Builder Bob was driving this truck and trailer, but we loaded shingles on this trailer, and... Bob had to take like six squares of shingles to a job site for them to finish, and there was nine squares left on this trailer. So Bob delivered those six squares, and he was trying to find a place to drop off the rest of these shingles. Well, he was going down a road with his trailer and had a flat tire. Oh, no. 
Hmm. Right in front of this house. Oh, boy. And he, uh, there was actually another ministry there putting a new roof on this house, trying to. They were stripping it. They come out to help Bob with that tire. tire. <laughs> and Bob said, introduced himself and said, what's going on? And these guys said, well, we're stripping this roof, but we don't have any shingles to put on this roof. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Bob, Bob says, well, how many do you need? They said, we need nine squares. And that's where we, I'm telling you, that's a God story. Mm, absolutely. Wow. We wow. came home. We came home with that, you know, that in our mind. I mean, so much in our mind and our heart that we, and you know, Steve, I saw the other day in a drawer uh, our original shirt. Mm. And 10th to the 18th, and I, I can remember coming home on the 18th, or, well, it took us two days probably to get home. Right before Christmas, oh, we went to a family Christmas gathering where there was just tons and tons of presents, and and nobody could understand what we had just seen and what we had just been to and the hurt and, uh, you know, nobody, nobody could understand. Absolutely right. nobody mm-hmm. could understand. It just uh, changed. It changed our lives. And uh, my first story was when we got there, you assigned Butch to us to a house, Pastor Brooks' house. Do you remember that? I do. He was uh, a pastor, I think, of the Methodist Church there. Yes. Yes. I can remember the steeple missing off of that church laying there. And anyway, you sent us out there. We're gutting out. That house was already gutted, and we're rewiring that house. So now you have Terry and Dana and Kelly who speak another language compared to us. <laughs> we were, we were, I mean, seriously, it takes, it takes us, it takes me a day or two to understand, you know, below the Mason-Dixon line, some people <laughs> talk with, they talk with marbles in hey, their mouth. Hey, Julian, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> yeah, and Terry loves to do that to yeah. me. Oh, I but, bet. I bet a true Mississippian, <laughs> and boy, what a heart he has. He, he does. He does. So anyway, we laugh about this. But anyway, so we were in that house working and pulling wire, and Dana and I are helping with the cleanup and pulling wire. And So one day she says to me, hey, I'm kind of tired of pulling wire. If you want to go do something else, she said, There's, they're wrapping packages. I said, really? And she said, yes. She says, they're going to take vans over to a school or some other church, this big auditorium. There was a semi-load of packages to be wrapped, to be given out. And and these are toys and things like that? Toys and everything you can Mm. imagine, packages for Christmas. They were for kids. And I said, okay, well, well, I'll do that. So the vans were all lined up. You know, I, I believe totally in divine appointments. And that day, we chose to get in this one particular van, crawled into the second seat, scooched over. We were packed in there. <laughs> and in the front was a space, and a car seat got put in there. And here comes a lady with a child. And visibly, you can see that the child is not 100%. Gets in, sits down, and as we start to go, she has, as start, we start to move about 20-minute drive, I think it was. 
she hands this child to pacify him a keyboard and just a play keyboard. And this child was blind. And we started driving, going across the country to wherever it was this church we were going to. And he said, Mommy, I want to sing. And he, she said, Okay. He started to sing, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Mm-hmm. We all sang, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord, all the way over there. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a dry eye in that van. I don't know how many people felt the Holy Spirit in that van like I did, but it changed my life. It changed my views. It changed, it changed my heart forever. That, you know, we have choices over what we choose to put in our heart and what we let out of our heart Mm. and um, changed my life. So, Mike, so so this, wait till you hear this. So that young boy, um, his name is Christopher Duffley. Duffley. Yes. His dad is one of our leaders. Uh, They Mm -hmm. live up in New Hampshire. Uh, Now, he was, what was he, maybe six or seven back then, Jalene? I think five. I think he was five. So now this kid has got YouTube videos where he has, I think on one YouTube video, over 100 million views okay. of him at early age singing Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord, yeah. as a blind young boy. Uh, um, and, and just to see how God has expanded his ministry. And it's interesting is when he goes and does these concerts and these shows around the country, he always tells people that the first time, my first place I've ever sang was with an organization called Eight, Eight Days, Days of Hope. Hope at Hurricane Katrina. So, Jolene, you're, you're kind of famous. You don't even know it because you're part, of that, you're part of that connection. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiala. We're talking to Butch and Jolene Price. They live in Ohio. Um, very quickly, we're going to go to a break here in a second, uh, Butch, but I'm going to ask you, because you never ask a woman her age, but Butch, how young are you? 76. <laughs> and, and the reason I want to bring that up, Mike, so he's been serving... For in a leadership role for a startup ministry that didn't even know they were going to become a ministry 15 years ago. He's 76 today. Okay. And when we come back from a break, you're going to hear how God used his 70, the 76 year old, excuse me, the 76 year young, young man and his beautiful bride this just this couple months ago to do something that's never been done in America. And you're going to hear about that in just a minute when we come back. Good morning. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? 
Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. of hope. My name is Steve Tyver, hanging out to the new bearded one, Mr. Mike Fiella. Um, thank you for joining us. I know, you know, maybe you're driving to the mall to do some Christmas shopping or a local sure. business, try to support local businesses, of course, mm-hmm. uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic. This morning, we're talking about God-sized stories from the mission field, and we have Butch and Jolene Price, their leaders with Eight Days of Hope. And before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about Butch and um, how young he is. He's 76 years yes, young. Absolutely. And, and Butch, you are still serving the Lord in ways that are just mind-boggling to me. But but speak to those listening today, maybe they're in their 60s, 70s, or 80s, and explain to them, Butch, why there's a place for them at Eight Days of Hope. Just describe some of the things that someone can do uh, around your age for this ministry. Well, uh, you know, it's endless. There's uh, painting, there's sweeping the floors, there's cleaning the shower trailers, there's wiping tables down. Uh, I feel blessed with, with myself, uh, my ability to do what I can do at my age. But there's there's so much you can do, uh, no matter what your age is, at Eight Days of Hope. So if you're retired or semi-retired, go to 8daysofhope.com. Just submit your email address, and we will let you know 
anytime we help anybody out with a natural disaster, sure. um, we go very quickly, um, you know, within a day or two. Now, we're doing things a little bit differently right now with COVID-19. And so we respect that some people don't feel comfortable traveling. But at some point, we're going to work through this, Mike. And that's why that email address is so important. Yeah. But before we went to break, Mike, I, I kind of teased the listeners about the latest safe house project. Okay. Do you remember how big that was in Indianapolis, Indiana, Mike? Well, 17,000 square feet is yes. a huge, huge facility. And you only had not only, but 50 volunteers got it done. 50 skilled volunteers, and Butch was pivotal. Butch, Angeline, both. Butch came down and helped. Um, I mean, because we gutted this this whole commercial sure. building. It's going to be used to provide hope to children, mm-hmm. children who've been rescued from sex trafficking. In fact, if you go to our YouTube channel, Eight Days of Hope on YouTube, and uh, it's the uh, the second most recent video, and you'll see... 50 people renovate a 17,000 square foot building in about 17 full days, give or take a little bit. But Butch, uh, that project, when you were working on that project doing wiring, how do you feel knowing that for decades to come, maybe even after you and I are alive, that that facility is going to be used for kingdom work, Butch? What what kind of satisfaction or what goes through your mind when you think of that? I tell you, to me, it's a blessing to have facilities like that where Girls, boys have been abused, can come and learn the love of God and be able to uh, restart their life. And I'm tickled just to be part of it. Well, if you all check out that on YouTube, the video on it, and there's a repetitive theme that comes out when asked the question and all the volunteers that were... um, were a part of that, they all came up with, I'm using the gifts that God has given me, but now for his kingdom, and uh, and not just for my own self needs and whatever, even though God bless you with that uh, those giftings to, to provide for your family, that's great, but challenge the listeners of what internally happens, Butch or Jolene, when you actually come and use your gifts for God. Oh, my. Oh, uh. <laughs> Like I said, I just believe it's a a walk of divine appointments. Mm. You just see every day you see things happen. I I think back to uh, some of the very first trips, and uh, Butch and I were talking about Smithville and Hackleburg. Mm, tornado. Do you remember yeah. that? Do you remember? Two, oh. 2011, over 200 yeah, I, tornadoes. I'm glad you can remember <laughs> oh, those Oh, yes. Oh, anyway, we were thinking about the pastor from Oklahoma, and I can't remember his name. He took us out to a church, and I think the church was out in a little town called Houston. Do you remember that? Pleasant Valley Baptist Church. Pleasant, no, Pleasant Grove Valley Baptist Church. The roof went off of that church. Do you remember that? I do. Oh, oh yes. And, oh, my goodness. Well, we were challenged with rebuilding that. Not challenged, but as far as the jobs management, we were challenged with who was going to lead that and how was this going to happen. And, and just every day you just see God stories, God things happen, and we always said we, we wish we would have journaled, but somebody we would have had to have somebody sit there constantly. <laughs> yeah, and, seriously, guess. and journal. And, and we were too busy 
to take the time, and I'm I'm so I'm sad in my heart that we didn't. I keep challenging Steve that he needs to write a book, <laughs> and I hope he's I hope you're journaling, Steve, and I hope I live long enough to read the book. But one that that particular place, um, we had no idea the trusses were ordered. We had no idea who was going to lead that putting those trusses on. Mm. And that is skilled, very skilled yeah, right. High people. Skilled. You High just skilled. don't let any volunteer walk in the door. Well, we day or two before, you know, we were always there a week ahead preparing everything. So when the uh, first volunteers show up, we're, we attempt to be as ready as we possibly can be. And that day, a young man walks in. And he said, I live here, I work here, but he said, uh, I want to come, I want to work on the weekend. How do I sign up? Well, what are your skills? <laughs> oh, he here was, we go. <laughs> are you ready for this? Wait, wait, let me get the drum roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, a con- on construction, worked for a local contractor there. Oh, I looked at him, and he's young, good-looking guy. I said, are you afraid of heights? <laughs> oh, no. He says, I'm on heights all the time. Okay, you're number one. And then one of our leaders became number two. God filled that, and I, I did not get to be out there. I know there was people filming. When those guys started with the, the cranes and everything, they said it just flowed. They, they got it all done in one day, didn't they? Oh, my. It was unbelievable. Yes. It was just totally God. Mm. And then the other story that, that comes from that particular same place was this pastor was concerned about a young man and his home. And, you know, in that area, I think there was more than one tornado skipped across the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, so there was homes there were 200, out in the country. 200. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, in one I, day. I it's one, it's the, one of the top three tornado days ever recorded. Well, they, these tornadoes skipped across, and it hit this one young couple's home. And this young man was very backward about letting anybody else in his home. He uh, just was not open, is the word. He just was not open. And this pastor had made friends with him, and his family had the, the the young man's family came to the church, but he just never got him to open up. So he took us out there, took Butch and I out there, and I don't know if it was the fact that we were a little older, and maybe he trusted us a little more, praise God, but we talked with him, made the list of what he needed help with, what he needed assistance with went back, wrote up the ticket, put the ticket on the wall. We assured this man that at 8.30 someone would be taking that ticket and would be calling him and coming out. Well, if you all remember how things go, there's a flow of people come in, they get their tickets, they check out, and out the door they go. And in the midst of all of that, I forgot to pay attention to that ticket. That ticket was still hanging on the wall. Mm. Oh, my word, I was just crushed inside. 
We all circled up. That's the one thing in jobs management. You'd see us circling up. When we needed to pray, we prayed. And we prayed over that ticket. And you're not going to believe this. I don't know if you ever heard this story, Steve, but in walks this man. I can't remember the name. He walks in. He said, hey, he says, we took a ticket, and I can't remember the reason, but for some reason, we can't start this for a couple of days. And it needed to be a couple of people. We never sent out one person. It needed to be two. And it needed to be the right personality for this particular young man. This man that walked in had that gentle spirit. Mm, there you go. And was willing to go in. I said, okay, let me explain this to you. Are you willing to go in there, follow this young man's lead? Will you work beside him? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. He had a partner that just followed the ha- walk in right behind him. Mm. They went out. They lived only a couple hours away. They befriended that young man, and that young man ended up going to church. I do. God knows oh. the rest of the story. Oh, God knows the rest of the story, but... Well, they worked there the whole week, too. They worked there the whole week. It was amazing. Oh. It was amazing. It's just uh, it's seeing God at work continually. Mm. And uh, like I said, I just it's divine appointments. You know, you when you never know where they're at. We, when you step out of your comfort zone and you travel 20 hours to go to help out after a natural disaster, excuse me, like Butch and Jolene Price has, have been sharing, um, you know, you leave their change. And I think you said it earlier, you know, you, you might you might leave exhausted. You might be tired. I mean, we're not 20 anymore in our prime, right, or 30s. And, and yet God used both of you in amazing ways to make an impact. Mike, I know we're running out of time, sure. and, and, and we only have another minute before we got to wrap this segment up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you, you know Butch and Jelaine, and, awesome. and you see them, you know, how they use their gifts, both mm-hmm. in administrative, sure. with their hands, the way they encourage people. They're prayer warriors. Yes. But we're a better organization. Eight Days Hope is a better organization when you have two people out of your 160 leaders, mm-hmm. uh, like Butch and Jolene. They're yeah. amazing people. Yeah, I've always seen them on the front line. And Butch and Jolene, I've got to say this. Uh, un- you guys are an excellent, excellent example of grace under fire. Because mm. you're right on the front lines, whether it's materials that need to be done, they're not being delivered, or people, situations. Jolene, you know how to handle that. And uh, you've always, both of you, has always been so calm. Uh, you know, and, and that's really noticeable to the to the volunteers, t- to me as one of the leaders, that, you know, I can just watch you guys when I'm up in a tizzy about something going wrong, and there's there's a peace and calm. And But you always take the time to talk and pray with people and, and just love on them. So mm. I think about what you said at the beginning of this broadcast, that you're in a church, and the pastor says, stand up. <laughs> you guys yeah. stood up. Say yes. And you've been running strong for the Lord and blessing many yeah. people since that stand up. Th- thank, you, thank you, both of you. I mean, I mean, you're dear friends of both Mike and I, and, and I know you're part of that very extended eight days of whole family, but we appreciate all that you do all across the country, uh, up in Buffalo, New York, in Tupelo, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, all these disasters. We, we love you both. Mike, we're not going to let them go until you pray for them. Let's pray for them. All right, come on. Okay, Father, we thank you so much for Butch and Jolene, the example of Jesus in their lives, in their servanthood, in their family, and and Lord, how they have made 
just a ripple effect across this country by the way they've contributed. Father, I pray for a physical, mental, emotional, financial blessing on their lives. Yes, Lord. And Lord, just keep a, as, as they give an example of it every day, just a love between the two of them in their home and for their community. Bless them with health and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, both of you. Say hello to all of our friends over at New Point. A um, little, little bit different church than 15 years ago with 600 people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. 5,000 strong. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? I love it. I love it. Butch and Jolene Price from Bolivar, Ohio, um, two of the 160 volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope. God bless you guys, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. All Thank right. You. Bye-bye. Oh, Mike, I know we only got, like, gosh, two and a half minutes or so, but um, when you think of Butch and Jolene, because, yeah. again, you know, Butch said he's 76. Sure. You know, so of course, do the math. I mean, you know, she's going to be right around that same age, but they haven't like just like hit the golf course. I mean, they're traveling the country, right? Making a difference for the kingdom, Mike. Well, we say eight days of hope for them. It's like thirty days of hope. Oh, but yes. Maybe they get there early and they stay late, but they're so so efficient. And you know, it's been said so many times. That's where the great fulfillment comes, and they're great mm-hmm. examples of how you really get filled as a person to volunteer to give of your time give of your talents and they're great great examples and yeah they travel uh, it's like a full-time traveling yeah. for them oh. yeah so maybe you're in your 60s or 70s or 80s and you're you're thinking about your legacy come join us uh email us uh sign up for our email alerts go to eightdayshope.com submit your email address we need people that know how to work uh, it computers administrative uh, we need uh cooks people that know how to make food people that can deliver materials to job sites that can pick up volunteers from the airport uh, if you know how to clean uh if you know how to uh drive right i right. mean all these things that we take for there's something for you at eight days That's of right. hope go to eightdayshope.com and uh, submit your email address. Mike, only a minute left. Year-end giving is started for us. You yes. know, in our annual report, uh, and again, if you want to copy the annual report, email us at info at 8 Give us your e- uh, your mailing address. We'll send you one. We're very proud of uh, what God has allowed us to be a part of the last 15 years. Watch our year-end video on our website. But right now, we need your help. The next sure. three weeks are pivotal for us. That's right. Uh, during a year that we've never been busier. By far, our busiest year busiest. ever yeah. in 15 years. You can donate. Donate online at 8dayshope.com. Become a monthly partner. Our partners, our national partners, cover our fixed cost. So if you make a donation and you want to use it for safe houses or for disaster victims or COVID relief, just let us know. We're going to honor your wish. But you can do that online at 8dayshope.com. And in a minute, I'll give you our mailing address. And of course, all of that is on our website as well. Yeah. But Mike, we, we, we need their help. Well, sure. And every single nickel, dime, penny thousand dollar check whatever it may be yeah. goes right to the the front lines whatever you designate it to be because of our fixed uh costs with our partners and that th- help us in there and think areas. about butch and jelaine they're two of our 160 volunteer leaders they pay their own way to get everywhere yes so you know they don't get gas money they don't get a paycheck mm-hmm. so if you can't volunteer please consider donating go to eightdayshope.com you can mail us a donation to p.o box 3208 that's p.o box 3208 Tupelo, Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. You can mail us a donation. Boy, we would really, really uh, appreciate it. Absolutely. And the work will go forward. 
Amen. So much going on with the Safe House Construction Ministry, uh, also with disasters. In the last 90 days, we were in Louisiana for eight out of nine weeks with Hurricane Delta and Laura, and then we ended the year in Bay St. Louis with Hurricane Zeta. So uh, please, more information, go to the website, check us out on Facebook as well. Another week in the books, Mike. Love every minute of it. It's been a good but busy, crazy year. Oh, it has been. Looking forward to the, the rest of this year and into next year. Thank you for joining us. We so appreciate it. On behalf of Mike Fiella, my name is Steve Tiber. Um, check out the website again, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Learn more about the ministry. And next week on Saturday, we'll publicly say, hey, this is our 15-year anniversary because it would have been the day after we left uh, Bay St. Louis Waveland back in 05. But thank you for joining Hope Reigns. Thank you to American Family Radio across the country and WDCX in Western New York in Southern Ontario. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.